Greetings, everyone. This is Terry Naturally with another edition of Terry Talks Nutrition. We're here every Saturday and Sunday morning from 8 o'clock until 9 o'clock Central Standard Time. And we are here primarily for you. We are here to share science-based information, evidence-based information, and alternative choices. Because every choice we make about our lifestyle choices influences our health for good or for bad. You and I are responsible for our health and no one else. You and I have the biggest influence as to how healthy we are or how unhealthy we are. And that's why we're here. To share information that can help you become healthier. And I'm assuming since you are listening to this program, that is one of your goals, is to learn how to be healthy. And the bottom line is all food. Food is our medicine. And supplements also helped to provide additional vitamins and minerals and other accessory food factors to supplement our dietary intake, the food we eat, since it is no longer as healthy as it was 50 to 100 years ago. Our food supply has changed. And because most Americans watch too much TV and the advertisements influence their diets. So we are eating an unhealthy diet in America. The American diet kills more people annually than any other source, far beyond COVID-19. Cancer, heart disease, high blood pressure, type 2 diabetes, all these diseases that are so-called diseases but are actually caused by how we live, our lifestyle choices, and the food we choose to eat, and the food that we do not choose to eat that we should choose to eat. Nutrition is the foundation of our health, not drugs, not the doctor's prescriptions. Nutrition, what we put into our bodies Create our bodies of the future. If you don't like your health today, you're not going to change it unless you change how you live and what you eat and how much activity you have. There are many concepts that can influence our health. And you'll only learn them like shows like today or other speakers, other health books, but you have to learn and become educated as how you can become healthier. Everybody, no matter how old you are or how decrepit you are, you can become better every day. I see it all the time when I travel around the country giving lectures. People in the audience tell me their stories on how they have become healthier 
and happier. Less inflammation, less pain. Less all of the diseases that are only symptom, symptomless because of drugs. But not cured or reversed. After three or four months on a change of diet, you'll see so many healthy changes in your body, you can't believe it. You won't believe it, but you've experienced it, so you know it's true. Cut out those carbohydrates. Cut out the sugar. Cut out the junk foods. Cut out the alcohol. Oh, a glass of wine or a beer a day is okay. But limit the junk. Limit the alcohol. Stop smoking. Take care of your body. Get eight or nine hours of sleep. That's what it takes to be healthy. You don't want to do that? That's okay with me. I'm only trying to help you to know what you can do. If you don't want to do it, it's okay. We all have the freedom to choose. But Americans have been influenced by TV and food manufacturers and drug companies that we all think that that's the only choices we have. It's not. Change your diet and you'll change your life. So we're here today to share with you on how to improve your ligaments and tendons. We don't often talk about that. Commonly known as golfer's shoulder or tennis elbow, ligaments and tendons. And then we're going to learn how to avoid fatty liver disease. And you might not believe it, but one of the best ways to avoid fatty liver disease is to eat fat. Stay tuned. Because we'll talk more about that and it'll be a, quite a surprise. And then we're going to talk about why selenium is the hero. And for a healthier heart, just sit down and pour another cup of coffee. Food, right? Technology-induced dry eyes. Many Americans today experience dry eyes. And what is the glycemic index? We have more coming up right here on Terry Talks Attrition. I'm Terry Naturally. And you can listen to this program locally as you are probably doing in most cases. Or you can tell your family and friends that are across the country, maybe in other countries around the world, that they can join us as well live on Saturday and Sunday morning by going to my website, terrytalksnutrition.com. And there you can listen live by changing your times as to where you are so that you are on the same time schedule that we are here in the Central Standard Time in the USA. That may be a hassle for you, and I can't blame you. So then you can go to the same website, same radio show section, 
of the website and choose any radio show that has been archived in that radio show section and listen whenever you want. Listen at your convenience. Take it with you. You can travel with our radio show. You can also get it on a variety of other platforms like Google Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Listen Notes, Player FM, Audible, Deezer, Podcast Attic. You can also go to my YouTube channel. And my YouTube channel is youtube.com slash Terry Talks Nutrition. And also, I am so honored that I can work with Dr. Lynn Wagner, a medical physician that uses alternative medicine, and we do a podcast together, and you can get that on the Terry Talks Nutrition website, .com website, or subscribe to one of the platforms that I mentioned previously. But today we're going to talk about your tendons and ligaments. Sprains and strains. What is a sprain? Well, they're usually associated with ligaments. The fibrous bands connecting bone to bone. These ligaments are stretched beyond their capacity or actually tear. The ligaments anywhere in the body can be sprained, such as knees, wrists, elbows, shoulder, fingers, feet, and on and on. Now a strain, different than a sprain, ST, not SP, S-T-R-A-I-N, strain, primarily of your tendons, which are fibrous bands, connecting muscle to bone that are stretched or torn. And the most common areas of tendon injuries are shoulders, elbows, ankles, and knees. And the tendon injuries are not limited to athletes or clumsy people. Rheumatoid arthritis weakens tendons and makes them more likely to tear, more destruction. And women have more ligament injuries. In fact, did you know that women are up to nine times more likely to suffer knee sprains than men, specifically for their ACL. Their ACL is more fragile. The female knee, K-N-E-E, knee, the female knee is less stiff than the male knee and putting greater force on the ligaments to hold the knee joint together. So why does it happen more commonly in women? Because estrogen, the female hormone, 
relaxes and stretches ligaments, making them more likely to tear. So how do we treat these brains and strains? Treating the injured ligament or tendon can be easily done, but it takes time. These do not recover quickly. It takes weeks, if not months. So don't do something hoping to repair a ligament or tendon and be discouraged after a week or two. You've got to put your time in, especially when treating an injured ligament or tendon. Unless you're dealing with a complete tear, which might require surgery, most ligament and tendon injuries will respond to conservative treatment. Now you should have some goals to follow a treatment program. So first of all, you want to reduce inflammation and pain. And the best combination of nutrients that I know to reduce inflammation and pain are curcumin, boswellia, DLPA, and natokinase. These four ingredients are very powerful anti-inflammatories. And therefore, huge pain reduction. When you have a lot of inflammation from whatever source, whether it be diet or injury, you will have pain. In most cases. There are also many inflammatory processes that don't emit pain, like heart disease, type 2 diabetes, obesity. These are all inflammatory processes, but there is no pain. But this combination, curcumin, boswellia, DLPA, and natokinase, promote Tissue rebuilding and repair. Now what? Now here's the word about NSAIDs, non-steroidal anti-inflammatories. These are drugs. They come with many side effects. And because they're sold over the counter, that means you don't need a prescription to buy an NSAID. You can go to any pharmacy, gas stations, convenience stores, and you can buy ibuprofen, acetaminophen, but they come with many side effects. They do reduce pain in some cases, but do nothing to heal and restore the damage. In fact, these drugs have been shown to inhibit the formation of new ligament tendon tissue and significantly slow the repair and rebuilding process. In fact, they damage the joint and damage the ligaments and tendons. And you may think you're getting better 
over time, but you're actually getting worse over time because NSAIDs cause more damage. Only you don't know it because there is less pain. So in the process of ligament and tendon healing, why do we use some of these nutrients? Here is the nutrient that I find extremely valuable for healing ligaments and tendons, strengthening them, reducing inflammation. So if you have golfer's shoulder, like bursitis or tendonitis, both are inflammatory processes. Anything ending with itis, arthritis, tendonitis, bursitis, are all inflammatory conditions. So here are my choices. Boswellia. Why Boswellia? It reduces inflammation through a modulation of a pathway in the body, an enzyme called 5-LUX. This is a pathway commonly associated with the COX-2 pathway, which is involved in all arthritis, pain, and inflammation. But the Boswellia deals more with inflammatory conditions of tendon and ligaments and joints, where curcumin reduces inflammation throughout the body. So Boswellia is one of my top choices for dealing with ligaments and tendons in the process of healing. Then I would add bromelain. Kind of make this like a formulation. We're building a formulation that would be superior to support your ligaments and tendons healing and restoring. Bromelain is an enzyme from the pineapple plant. And it is shown in clinical studies to reduce swelling and pain after injuries. It inhibits pro-inflammatory compounds. Then I would add P5P, pyridoxal 5-phosphate. This is the biologically active form of vitamin B6. It is not B6 in the simplest form. B6 has to go through the liver to be converted into the biologically active form, which is the P5P. And that reduces pain and inflammation of the tendons, particularly effective for carpal tunnel syndrome. Works fantastically. Then I would add vitamin C, B12, and niacinamide, which are crucial for tissue repair. And the most critical of all the nutrients that I would add to a formulation that I would want to take if I were to have tendonitis or bursitis would be manganese. Not magnesium, manganese. M-A-N. G-A-N-E-S-E, manganese. 
it is critical because it activates an enzyme which is essential in collagen formation. And without manganese, the body cannot make collagen or repair damaged connective tissue, including tendons. Then I would add magnesium, but the manganese is more critical. Magnesium is also required, as well as zinc, for protein synthesis and tissue repair. So if you can find or build this kind of a formulation, it probably is is readily available in health food stores. It's a legament and tendon formulation. Out of all the research available that indicates what nutrients are required for tendons and, and ligaments, these are the ones that I just mentioned, and they should be available in a formulation in health food stores or where, wherever that will help repair your ligaments and tendons your bursitis, your gulfer's shoulder, and get rid of the inflammation and pain. Now, it takes time, time, T-I-M-E, time. These are very critical conditions, and it, it's a long recovery process dealing with ligaments and tendons. Why? It takes less time to heal muscle because muscles are very metabolically active tissue. Changes can be seen within a few days when you're treating muscle. When you're working with bone, Good blood supply, but slower to change than muscle. And for a bone injury, requires several weeks for strengthening and repair. Now we get to the ligaments and tendons, which takes the most time to heal. And why? Because these ligaments and tendons have a very poor blood supply. Very poor circulation to ligaments and tendons. So healing from injuries can take months. If you've played tennis and your elbow begins to hurt or from any other type of occupation or hobby and you have injured your shoulder or elbow, so you take off two or three months to rest. And you feel great. The shoulder feels better, the elbow feels better, or whatever. And then the first time out on the tennis court, or the first time golfing, you ache and you've got pain again because you did not heal. It takes a long time to repair the injuries caused by damage to the ligaments and tendons. So remember, 
Don't despair. Use the nutrients I suggested for recovery from ligament and tendon injuries. And remember, it takes plenty of time. Now we have a very serious condition that affects many people in the United States. Fatty liver disease. Fatty liver disease was once associated with alcoholics. It was called alcoholic fatty liver disease. People that drank a lot of alcohol damaged their liver, replaced healthy liver tissue with fatty infiltration of the liver, and most livers weigh four to five pounds. In some cases, they can be as much as 20 pounds, but mostly fat. Fat cells do not perform for us in any healthy condition. But now we should eat more fat to avoid fatty liver disease. Why? Because today we have a disease called non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. About 30 to 40 million Americans have fatty liver disease and don't know it. And a large percentage of children, children, have fatty liver disease. And I'll tell you why in just a moment. I'm going to have to take a break here in about a minute. Time for some commercial to be broadcast for the station to identify itself and a little bit of housekeeping. But I don't want you to miss this. So I'm not going to get into this portion of the fatty liver disease presentation until I have more time. I don't want to break in the middle of something. I want to open up the next portion of the program, which will take place in about 30 seconds, and give you the whole piece of scientific, scientific information that, can avoid, that you can avoid fatty liver disease, which will, in some cases, cause cirrhosis of the liver, severe damage of the liver, liver cancer, and death. And it is so simple to cure. And companies, drug companies, are now trying to find a cure for fatty liver disease. I have a cure. You will have a cure momentarily. I will give it to you right after these commercials. Remember, this is Terry Naturally and Terry Talks Nutrition. And welcome back, my friends. This is the second portion of our program today at Terry Talks Nutrition. I'm Terry Naturally. We're here to the top of the hour, and I want to open up this portion of the program with how to cure, and you can do it. You can cure fatty liver disease with diet, not drugs. And drug companies now have not successfully developed a treatment 
for fatty liver disease. But they have been trying for the last several years to come out with a drug that will cure fatty liver disease or in some cases reduce it. But there is a cure. And I can give you the cure. It's easy. It's easy as eating fat. What? You said my liver was fatty. Now you want me to eat fat. Terry, where are you going with this? Well, let me tell you where I'm going with this. Healthy fat. Healthy fat is good for the liver. And why do we have a fatty liver? The primary reason that people have a fatty liver, including kids, a large percentage of children have non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. That means they have the disease of the liver, but not because they drink alcohol. So what is the cause of today's epidemic of fatty liver disease? Sugar and carbohydrates, which are a source of sugar. All carbohydrates. Grains, especially. Cereals. Pasta cookies, crackers, bread, all these carbohydrates are starch. And starch cannot be absorbed by the body, so the body converts the starch into sugar. So all carbohydrates and pure sugar and the variety of types of sugar whether it's honey, maple syrup, agave syrup, all of these types, high fructose corn syrup, all of these types of sugar are sugar. And unfortunately, if we don't change our diet, all this fat in the liver, the fatty deposits, the fat that infiltrates the liver, are associated with increased risk of diabetes and heart disease. Diabetes and heart disease are not caused by fat. Fat is your friend, not the enemy. Sugar causes diabetes. Carbohydrates cause diabetes and heart disease. Now here is a study, a scientific study, a clinical study. 278 people, average age 48, with high levels of liver fat, were randomly assigned to eat either a low-fat diet, low-fat, like many, many Americans are, because they fear fat, because we have never been educated 
to learn that fats are necessary for our health and sugar and carbohydrates are not. And they have brainwashed us to think that all heart disease and other diseases are caused by fat. They are not. They're caused by the sugar and carbohydrates that turn to fat in our body. So these 278 people were randomly assigned to eat either a low-fat diet or the Mediterranean diet, which primarily emphasizes olive oil, poultry, fish, vegetables, and fruit. Plus, an ounce or 28 grams of walnuts daily. That is one of the keys to the healing and curing of fatty liver disease. 28 grams of walnuts daily with very limited refined carbs and sugar. They were on this diet for 18 months. Why walnuts? Walnuts are an excellent source of healthy fats. Essential fatty acids that our body requires to be healthy. And we need good proteins like fish and red meat, eggs, all the good sources of proteins. They contain the essential amino acids. Strictly speaking, there are no essential sugars or carbohydrates. Now the results of this 18-month study. Low-fat diet, those that were on the low-fat diet, had an 8% reduction in liver fat. The Mediterranean diet group, plus eating an ounce of walnuts daily, had a 22% reduction in liver fat. And get this, those on the Mediterranean diet also had a 50% greater decrease greater decrease in heart disease risk score versus those those on the low-fat diet group. Sugar and carbohydrates is killing Americans. And that's what most Americans eat daily. Cereal and bread for breakfast. Two or three glasses of orange juice. 14 teaspoons of sugar, equivalent in each glass of orange juice. Fruit is healthy. Juice is not. Juice is another way to sell the fruit that is an abundance that can't be sold. So when you drink a glass of juice, you might be drinking the equivalent of 8 to 10 pieces of fruit. 
might be eight to ten oranges because there's no fiber. But you're drinking a lot of sugar. Yes, it's natural sugar, but it still is sugar. It's fruit sugar. Now, you get rid of the carbohydrates and the sugar, the cause of fatty liver disease, and you start eating a diet that I would recommend, not only the Mediterranean diet, but the paleo diet and the ketogenic diet. It's a low-fat, excuse me, it's a low-carbohydrate diet and a high-fat diet with ample protein, fruits and vegetables that'll cure most anything if the damage hasn't been done to an extent where it can't be reversed. You wore it out. But you can make tremendous changes in your health and your life quality. Only by changing your diet. Diet is number one. Diet is your medicine. I believe supplements are very, very important. And I take a lot of different supplements. And I take natural botanical medicines. Like andrographis and elderberry and and propolis and curcumin and many others. But you can't take supplements to make up for a bad diet. It may help to some degree, but you would do so, so much better by adhering to a healthy diet and healthy supplements. Now, three steps that no drug company can replace. Three steps to treating successfully fatty liver disease. Eat healthy fats daily. And no sugar. Can't do both. In a study looking at the effects of dietary sugar on liver fat, people following a low sugar diet, low sugar diet, low sugar diet, had a 31% decrease in liver fat. on a typical diet that otherwise was unchanged. Just no sugar or very, very low sugar diet had a 31% decrease in liver fat. And here's something we can change just by diet. And this is a disease that drug companies are trying to cure or trying to find a drug to what they believe it will cure fatty liver disease or reduce it or prevent it. But you can. You can do it just in your grocery store. Boycott the sugar. Boycott the packaged foods that have so much junk and coloring and sugar so food companies stop manufacturing it because it's not selling. Boycott junk. Now, I love alternative medicines. I love botanical medicines. 
very high quality herbal extracts can make a huge difference in the health of your liver. Andographus. And I'll spell that for you. A like Andy. Or A like Apple. N like Nancy. D like David. R like Robert. O like Olive. G R A P like Paul. H I S. Andographus. Tons of studies. And it shows that it reduces the fatty liver disease and the fatty acids in the liver by 33% in an animal study of fatty liver disease. Yes, animals get the same thing. When you're eating junk at the table and you're feeding the scraps to your pet, you're doing a tremendous amount of damage to your loved one. My little baby Australian Shepherd She's 12 years old, so she's not so much of a baby, but she gets no scraps. She gets no human food. She gets no puppy stuff at the coffee shop. And she runs like crazy. She is healthy. And no fatty liver disease. Now, andrographis can also reduce insulin levels by 42%. So it's good for fatty liver disease and type 2 diabetes. And then add curcumin. Because in an 8-week study in patients with fatty liver disease, 78% of the patients receiving curcumin saw a reduction in liver fat while 17% of the placebo group had an increase in liver fat. And I would take about well let me see how much would I want to take in this case. I think I would take about 750 milligrams of curcumin that is bound to turmeric essential oils for increased absorption. Curcumin is very difficult to be absorbed systemically. You take a capsule of it and much of the capsule never reaches the bloodstream. It stays in the intestinal tract and colon. Which is okay because it helps prevent cellular changes like cancer of the colon because a large percentage of curcumin stays just in the intestinal tract and the colon. But you want to have it be absorbed systemically. So it gets to the liver. And it gets to all of the other cells in the body. It's one of the most powerful medicines you could ever want to take. But you've got to get a good one that you know that it's going to be absorbed systemically. So by adding turmeric essential oil to the curcumin, it increases the absorption by 700%, seven times. And then you do this once or twice daily. And then in andrographis, andrographis has a key compound called andrographolide. 
So you want to find an endographus that is standardized at 20% for the endographolite. And then I would take about 400 milligrams. And if it's standardized at 20%, you're then going to have 80 milligrams of endographolite. And I would do that twice a day. So a combination of curcumin and andographis will make a huge change in your liver function. Our liver is a workhorse of our body. It has been estimated by scientists that there are over 600 different functions that are responsible for liver, a healthy liver function. So we don't want to lose the value of our liver. How it improves our health. But when you block it with fat caused by sugar and carbohydrates, we are doing a tremendous amount of damage and causing fatty liver disease. Don't let the drug companies come up with a drug that's going to cost you a lot of money and maybe many side effects. You can do it naturally. Now, we want to prevent viral infection like COVID-19 or any kind of virus, cold and flu virus. They're all caused, caused by a virus. There are four vitamins and two minerals that are essential for a healthy immune system that it can protect our health from the invasion of a virus or bacteria. So you want something that works as an antiviral, antibacterial, antifungal. Now there are a few really good botanicals like elderberry and agraphis, another one that I just mentioned about liver health, and propolis, which can kill directly the virus and prevent the uptake of the virus into the cellular function. But one of the most powerful of these four vitamins and two minerals, and the vitamins are vitamin A, C, D, and E, and the minerals are zinc and selenium. I think, from what I've read, and I've read hundreds of studies on selenium, I have textbooks that I refer to as to the biological and health-promoting effects of selenium. Selenium protects against viral infections. It's the workhorse. In fact, in studies with animals and humans, when they feed the animal or the human a diet with plenty of selenium, or I should say the right dose of selenium, they may or may not contract a virus, and if they do, they mildly get sick, maybe a few will get moderately sick, none of them will die. 
in the animals and humans that are deficient in selenium, have no selenium in their diet, they get horrible infection, a lot of inflammation, and in the animal studies, 90% of the animals died when they were selenium deficient. A lack of selenium. Selenium is so important for preventing injuries to the tissues caused by inflammation. And that's what people are... The, the cytokine storm is an inflammatory process. The cytokine storm is an inflammatory process. And stopping viral activity in the body. Without selenium, viruses become stronger and cause more damage. When we have a virus, or someone has a virus, and there's no selenium, that virus, that mild, mild, moderately, or moderately virus, in a body of a person that has no selenium, that virus turns into a killer. And once it becomes a killer, it, that's the way it mutates. So once it becomes a killer, now when it's passed on to someone else, it is a much, much stronger virus. And that's how they make a mutation. It's done in our own bodies. It doesn't come, it doesn't, a, a, a virus doesn't just become stronger by itself. It becomes stronger when we don't have zinc and selenium in our bodies to keep the virus with only a mild outbreak. So we want to maintain a healthy immune system to prevent the virus from becoming stronger and cause more damage. In an animal model of influenza, the mortality rate, death rate, of animals deficient in selenium were many times higher, at least three times, but many times higher, than in animals given a supplement of selenium. And a study from an early outbreak of COVID-19 in China found that the recovery rate was 36% in people living in areas with high selenium intake versus only 13% in areas with low selenium intake. Now, close to 2 billion, 2 billion, that's with a B, people in the world are deficient in selenium and zinc. And in China... They have an area in China that is very, very low in selenium. So any food that is grown in that area is very deficient in selenium. And so there is a tremendous outbreak of viruses. In areas of China where they have a very high rate of selenium intake, they have a huge recovery rate and only mild infection. 
So how much do you need every day? Well, the ideal is probably about 200 micrograms of selenium daily. Now, that's a very, very small amount. And I don't think it's advantageous to ever exceed 400 micrograms of selenium because there is a toxic level to selenium. This is called a trace mineral. We only need it in trace amounts. 200 micrograms, that's MCG, of selenium. And if we take in 200 MCGs daily, the FDA said there is some substantial evidence, not conclusive, but some evidence that actually it lowers the risk of breast, prostate, colon cancer. Now what I would do, and the one I like taking, is 200 micrograms of selenium with 30 milligrams of zinc. That's a great combination to take to make sure you're getting plenty of selenium. Think about it. Are you one of the 2 billion people lacking in selenium? It's all over. China has huge sections of their country deficient in selenium. Almost the entire European continent is deficient in selenium. And many sections of the U.S. are deficient in selenium. This is the real hero. Because selenium keeps the virus mild. If it becomes, if the, if the virus enters the body, human, that is very, very low in selenium, or completely lacking, that virus turns into a killer due to the lack of selenium. And then that virus, because it's a killer, now when it's transmitted to someone else, it's a killer. We make a stronger virus by being deficient in nutrients, not vaccines, not drugs. Till that with my friends, I'm all out of time. I, that time goes much, much too fast. I wish I could stay with you more times on Saturday and Sunday. But remember, you are the one who can change your life. You are responsible for it. You can change it. Guaranteed, you can change your life. With that, my friends, say a prayer for this crazy, crazy world. God bless you, and God bless America. Thank you for listening to Terry Talks Nutrition Weekly Show. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple, Google, and iHeartRadio.